0: what's good beautiful people my name is chris
1: and i'm Delena.
0: and welcome to the, the outlet, outlet podcast,
1: podcast. Girl, it ain't over. Death do marriage ain't easy no. like and it's a constant like learning and growing yeah thing that we have to do so anyways after almost 10 years You learned what about
0: me? (laughs) I learned that what I would normally take offense about because of the way you somewhat are critical of certain moments and things about me personally. I've learned that it's not necessarily that you're being a critic or that you're trying to be judgmental. But I just kind of like learned that... uh, that's how you worry. That's It's almost like an expression of your worry. And it's not like a nitpicky criticism. It's just like...
1: Hey, like, give them an example.
0: All right, so whenever I have to read something, right? You have mm-hmm. to read it aloud. It's not that you don't think that I can't read, right? But I do have a habit of sometimes skipping over words. So if you know, you'd be like... If I have to read something in front of maybe other people, Mm -hmm. and you say, hey, take your time. You know, normally I would take that, be offended because it's like, what you trying to say, I can't read? Well, when in actuality, you just want to make sure that I'm not, like, doing what I normally do, which is kind of like, not necessarily fumble over words, because I don't fumble over words, but just like, just not read a word that could be there, just like filling it in for myself.
1: Make an assumption about what the sentence what is it versus say, reading. The right, because in
0: my mind it should say it, but instead it don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's just like one example of that level of what I perceived as criticism, which is, but it is actually worry. So you just worry that I won't make a mistake that I perhaps always kind of make whenever we're talking or whenever we're reading something and I understand that now, but at the time I was a little annoyed because it's like, <laughs> what you trying to say? Like, don't, don't insult my intelligence. Pretty smart. Oh, no, never. <laughs> Pretty smart. At least I would like to think so. But um, yeah, I realized that it's not criticism as much as it is just being worried or making sure that I present the best me I can present to others so
1: yeah but also like you know the more I think about it too like it's like I guess I had to ask myself the question like why do I do that like is it a control thing or is it I know my intent is good like I'm just trying to help but it can be offensive in a way so I think like that's something that I've like, since that conversation, like, something that I've been thinking about, like, just because I have a problem, I don't need to make it your problem, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, even when, like, with the reading, so y'all, we gotta, if y'all new listeners, we skipped all of that. that. Um, my name is Delaina, and I'm Chris. He's Chris, and <laughs> we are a African-American Christian couple. Who is just sharing our life yeah. with you guys? Wait, we got a six-year-old son, and um, he takes after his dad in that way of with the reading thing. And so, like, you know, he had to do an Easter speech um, this past a few weeks ago, and I can remember telling him too, like, make sure you take your time, make sure you read loud, whatever. Like, and so, in my effort to help. I don't want to subconsciously cause him anxiety because right. of my need to control. So I'm trying to figure out how to balance that. <laughs> and
0: like, I think it's just, I think that comes with practice too. And then also having be, him being able to understand like, that's not you trying to come down on him or criticize him in no type of way. It's just you really attempting to make him better. At what you know he can't be better at but I also think it's important for you to be able to communicate that too so like when you when you are having your you're in your moments and it's like where well, this may be able. so that means you have to be self aware in a way mm. you know what I'm saying so uh, what if I say this is this gonna make such and such feel like what's a, you know whatever like they're being judged or like they're being watched to the degree of I'm tallying down everything that they could possibly do that if they make a mistake. Mm -hmm. I think it'd just be good to say what your worry is as opposed to, you get what I'm saying? Like, hey, this is just a worry, and I'm going to tell you this, and then that way, if I... So that way, instead of you just saying, don't do such and such, it's almost like you're saying, hey, I'm worried that you might, so this is my advice to you. Mm Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I guess. Yeah. Like, at first, like, the Holy Spirit was, like, kind of, like, allowing me to see or showing me it so that I can show you it. But in in turn, when I realized what it was, I also got another understanding of it.
1: Yeah, but also, initially, I told you, I was like, Ugh, what is you doing? I felt offended by... Difficult conversations are hard to digest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, for the person on the receiving end. Because at first I was like, what are you trying to say? I was getting hot. A little bit upset. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had to ask myself, like, girl, what is wrong with you? I guess I understood that your intent was to help and not hurt. So it allowed me to be able to listen. But that... Like I told you yesterday, that was just like it showed a level of growth and maturity, like in me in our marriage. Like for you to be able to articulate that to me and feel like I could be able to receive it, I think it shows growth all around.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. So that was difficult, like, and then also like I think that's something to kind of like pinpoint too, because you you are really because that is a part of you like I think it's very difficult for you to be able to, to it used to be very difficult for you to stand under a certain level of criticism as well or it makes you feel as if you have to be perfect in everything you do
1: I would agree with the second one yeah that's it yeah. I don't know what you mean to say. <laughs> like yes, I feel like you know I had to. I mean, I think everything is based on childhood. Like honestly, I had a conversation with Mama today. You know, you know she came to me about a certain situation, and you know I told her about our conversation about how we realized that I critique out of worry. And sometimes the message can be lost in translation because the focus is on what I'm doing wrong and not my intent. And so I just think that was partly due to the way I was raised. And so because of that, you know, it... It is subconsciously coming out in the way that I'm raising our son. Yeah, and I don't want him to grow up under that type of pressure.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not saying nothing against you know the way I was raised either. Like, I feel like I'm not gonna go off on a tangent, but I do feel like you know parents do the best that they can do, and then the generations that come after them learn and then do the best that they can do as well, and try not to make those same mistakes. And so that. You know, criticism is something that I'm trying to work on because I don't want my message to be lost,
0: you know? Yeah, the message is worry, right? Right. The intent is worry. But people don't see that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that's just, like, a good point because people don't see intent. They see result. Or they they see, they feel what that thing may do to them, what we do to them. Although our intentions could be good, intentions don't really, nobody knows your intentions except for you. Right.
1: And God.
0: And God. Mm. That being said, I think I would like, I don't know. I think I would like to see you express your worry. More,
1: but see, that's okay.
0: But I feel as if if you're able to when you start expressing your worry, that makes you feel a little bit vulnerable.
1: Yeah, I can agree. That's what I was gonna say. Like, it causes, and I don't know if any of our listeners or watchers are experienced, like, just experienced that. That level of, like, if you're, if you're sometimes very critical, like, don't do this or do this this way or don't do it this that way, like, and it's, you're trying to protect the person, if this is you, I just feel like it's easier to correct than to just to be super, like, naked to express your feelings. Because I think, like, you grow up, okay, let's just speak for me. If I grew up feeling like I needed to be perfect and not make a mistake, because if I made a mistake, I would be reprimanded. And like if I grew up feeling that way, so I'm already growing up with a level of protection or like a a defense or guard automatically up. And so now as an adult, I'm supposed to just say, "Tell, tell me how you feel. It's very, like, uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, like, I can't do it, but that's not an innate response. I agree. I agree so. Saying.
0: I'm yeah. not saying that I think that's easy, because I think it would be hard for anybody that has a, anybody that has a background the way we kind of had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I know that's not necessarily something that you are myself could just, readily do at any given moment but i feel like with a certain amount of self-awareness um at least we have a place of accountability you know what i'm saying so like if we're we're in those moments we can be like hey you're doing that like i feel like you're doing this so are you worried or what are you worried about? Because sometimes you may feel like the truth may hurt this person. So your truth may feel like, in your mind, you may feel like, dang, Chris, you better go out here and mess up and read something wrong because then you'll be looking stupid.
1: Not only that, you represent me too. And you represent nah, me. No, I'm just playing though. Like, that's nah. A- <laughs>
0: nah, but listen though, but listen. So... <laughs> So, I would rather you say to me, I'm, I'm okay with the hard truth as opposed to me having to interpret. No, listen though. Seriously. As opposed to me having to interpret everything. Because if I got to interpret it, then I'm going to take the worst of the worst. So, just if you give it to me straight, you know what I'm saying? Like, No,
1: I mean, I hear what you're saying. No, that is it. how I am.
0: I'm like this at work. I'm like this with everybody else. But when it comes to you... I can't be straight. I can't be forward. What? Because mine's just a little harsh. Because I, I can have thoughts. And if I say them, they might really hurt.
1: I don't understand what this conversation is. But I'm
0: saying that I feel like when you're in those moments of worry, because you just said out your mouth that you feel like the truth to be harsh. We may rewind this so that everybody can see that you said that. But you feel like the person probably wouldn't be able to handle the direct truth.
1: That's what you said, and I agree with it. Yes.
0: But I'm saying that I would rather you tell me.
1: So if I would have said just, just, just. So if we were that that example that you gave with the reading, Mm -hmm. if I would have said. All right, Chris, you know, when you go up there, take your time because I don't want you to fumble over words because sometimes you might skip over words. That's very direct. Yeah. If I would have told you that before you went up there to go read, Mm -hmm. how would that have made you feel? It would have still made you feel like I was coming for you. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. So there's no difference in saying it like that versus saying... But the difference. Maybe though, we I, should right, slow so, down. No, that that was more polite and yeah, but the nicer. difference
0: the difference is now though, because I feel like now if you say anything polite, it's not real. Because of, just now, I'm just saying like I feel like if you say it polite, that's not really what you want to say. So now
1: no, it's just it's just not not that. It's just like because it's like in it's marriage, a work for
0: you to be polite. No,
1: real. it's just like in marriage and when when you're talking to. People in general, like, there's a difference between being being rude and being honest. Some Some people think, like, brutal honesty is the only way to be. But you can be honest without being rude. So, like, being honest without being rude forces you to have to be polite and to be mindful of how you're saying what you're saying. Okay. So, just because you have to be polite doesn't mean that you're not genuine in what you're saying. Like, I feel like that's what you're saying.
0: Maybe a little bit.
1: Yeah, but, but I don't I don't agree with that. That's not true. Yeah, I know,
0: but I'm saying, like, for me, because I can give it to you like that. So, I don't have a problem with taking it as long as it's real.
1: Yeah, but do you, do you with that same example that we just gave? Yeah, but it's still, I still wouldn't
0: have like, felt no different. You know what I'm saying? Because just because you saying it polite, don't mean that I don't have discernment or I don't. It's not about have you a not having love.
1: discernment, but you're gonna interpret. You're gonna interpret. yeah, but
0: I'm gonna interpret the worst anyway. So for me, just tell me exactly how you feels. Hey, so you leave no room for interpretation for me. That's how I am. I'm sorry, I can't help that. Don't leave it on. Don't leave nothing off the table. Put it all on the table so that way I'm able to see it and in in digest it, and then I can work on it because I feel like now, like now, after what we talked about, me knowing that it's a worry, now it makes me feel like, hey, maybe this is something I need to work on. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like maybe this is some money to like seriously, seriously. I even where my phone at. I even started writing a, work um reading a book today.
1: What was it? Just reading,
0: just out loud, you know, like just, cause in here, it's faster. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, reading it out loud just creates that practice. You know what I'm saying? And breaks the habit of me trying to put in the fillers, cause I'm, that's the only way I can describe it as, me just filling in the spot. While I'm reading it, it's almost like a dyslexia issue. I don't know. I don't no, want to claim I don't that. Think it. So. Yeah, I think
1: it's just more of, like you said, you read faster in your mind, and so it takes like a conscious effort for you to slow down and just. Yeah.
0: And by relax. the way, people, if y'all are listening, please don't think like I can It's not that I can't read. It's just the fact that I be trying to do too much, and it causes me to kind of fill in words. That's bad, but yeah. Nah, I feel vulnerable. But anyways, that's what this podcast is for. Right?
1: <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, that was something that we kinda had to get through. Um and I'm not, you know, maybe this might help somebody, you know, because I'm sure that we all have something about our spouse that we can just like point Point out, you know, it might be a pet peeve, it might be whatever, and it's just kind of like, ugh, why you do that? Or, not even to the disgust part, but just like, I wish you would be better with this. Like, what? Or get better with Give that. Give the
1: people an example. What, What's a pet peeve of mine that you have?
0: With you? Hmm. I gotta think through that one.
1: Think through it.
0: Yeah. Um Peppy, oh my goodness, y'all, let me tell y'all something. I don't care. Be careful. How many times tread lightly? No, I ain't tread lightly. I'm tread a nah. I told you I'm a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be no booting around no bush. I'ma do it respectfully.
1: You see what I'm saying? But But does that mean you're you're disingenuous? See how the conversation comes full circle?
0: I mean, I'm just gonna say what I was gonna say.
1: Yeah, but you just like it's gonna be polite.
0: No, I'm saying I'm it, be respectful.
1: Yeah, that's the whole point. But you that. may not feel like it's being. That's respectful. the previous point that I was trying to make.
0: Uh huh. Okay. okay,
1: moving but, on.
0: Yeah, whatever. Um, you made me lose my train of thought. So one of my pet peeves is one. One. Mhm. Um, because they're many, right? They're many. I just pray in the Holy Ghost to build my tolerance. But you do this one thing that really gets on my nerves. You will literally drive the car all week on E. Don't mention nothing about gas. Don't mention anything. And I don't touch the car. Because I drive the other one to work. So, I never get a chance to see, like, what's going on in our vehicle. But, but when I get in that seat, and I see that the gas light is literally behind the E. It's
1: not being so dramatic. It is. Though. I mean,
0: bad. like, it's behind, fellas. I know y'all got a spouse that probably does the same thing.
1: No, you because...
0: Ta-ta. You've been riding past several gas stations all week. Not one time did you either say, Chris, I need you to pump gas or maybe I should get gas because the gas light has been on for two days.
1: It is not. You are so dramatic.
0: Guys, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Outlet.
1: If you want to connect with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Delaney Panky and Chris Panky.
0: We will be uploading weekly episodes.
1: So remember, stay Stay plugged plugged in. in. Just let me love you. Just
0: let me love you.